Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Philly Sports with Giovanni. D-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Made of Sports Illustrated. Blitz is coming. Hurts sees it, gets rid of it. It's caught for the touchdown! Here's your host, Giovanni Hamilton. Guys, welcome back to Philly Sports with Giovanni. Today I have on my producer, aka best friend, Connor Miles. What's up, man? Giovanni, thank you for having me on. As always, I know when you need a fill-in guest, I have no problem <laughs> hopping on with you and talking football real quick because I mean it's hard to keep up with your star started lineup, but uh, <laughs> we did realize when we woke up this morning and we got reminders of the date, it's your one year anniversary of doing your podcast it's my one year anniversary of being with the eagles on filtered team um you have been a really big help to me um producing my podcast and just helping me oh stop (laughs) it's all you man it's all you it's all talent people just want to be around you and i mean uh like i said from the start the best thing we can possibly do for you is to get your message out there and get your voice out there in better ways for more people to hear it and that's the whole point of it and that's what you keep doing so it's all you it's easy to put stuff on garage band and you know hit share and you know make the whole entire thing and put it on these websites that it's all worth it because everybody gets to hear you everybody but, I mean, man when we were at the eagles open camp how many people came uh, to you and said I-, I love your podcast giovanni like it, it was yeah. endless and to, to know that you know i know there's some online trolls out there i know there's some people that might think ill will of what we do here and everything like that but uh they're the minority the majority really like what what we do and the majority like that your voice is out there and you know um i i i love it because there's there's no beneficial gain from this it's not like you and i get like i know everybody thinks that this is a huge money plot and everything or i mean it seems i know i don't want to say everybody because it's really just the trolls online that have to always laser focus on us but yeah Anyways, not to get into that stuff because this is the podcast. We want to talk about great <laughs> stuff, but uh, to hear everybody, you know, say how much your podcast means to them, hear how all this stuff made it worth it. That's what makes it worth it. There's no, there's no money, there's no incentive on any of this that you can make it worth it unless you hear people uh, really cherish this podcast the way that they did when we were at the Eagles Open Camp. It was awesome to hear. It's something, you know, it, it reminds me why we do this every day, and I yeah. think we all needed that because I think you know. It was during the down time of the off season. You were trying to get people on that weren't answering. I know you were frustrated with that. And uh, I know Ed and I just recorded nonstop. And, you know, it was hard <laughs> to get topics, though. It was hard to get content. Yeah. It was. And it was frustrating. And I, and I, I think what hell really helps you, I know you've talked to Jalen Hurts with Devontae Smith and Ryan Kerrigan and all these players since then. But what I think what really helped you is probably hearing those people say, Giovanni, we love your podcast. Like, yeah. Podcast means so much to us. Like, you know that there's a purpose for this. There's a purpose yeah. behind this. And you're 
it's funny that you and I are sitting here right now. We're laughing. We're, we're probably on the <laughs> Xbox after this, like we usually yeah. do. But like to know like that this thing that we're doing right here, this little simple recording, like means so much to other people, just because of you're on there and you're inspiring everybody. It's awesome, man. Uh, that's yeah. that's the, you can't put a price on that. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, you can't give me any type of money in the world to make it worth like that. I'll do this for free as I usually do every single day if I can keep doing it to get that feeling. That feeling beats yeah. it, man. So uh, one year down, many more years to go. You have to fill in. You're gonna have to take a a little like high like a little vacation uh, when you become <laughs> the Eagles head coach. You might not have to be able to dedicate as much time as you probably can the podcast. But I'll tell you right now though, Pete Carroll does a podcast. Sean McVay do a podcast. They do it during the off season though. So you will have some time, but yeah. until then, we got you at Eagles on Filter. Let's go. Let's keep rocking, baby. Yep. I've been having so much fun here. Um, everyone listening, you guys really made my dream come true. Um, I love doing this. And everybody who comes up to me and says, I love your podcast, I hope you all know that you are all brightening my day up because I love doing this podcast. And it's just always been a goal when I never thought that People would listen to it. Man, we got to get like a clip made, like a video made of like some of your best clips from your interviews. <laughs> put it together in one video and just put it on YouTube. Yeah, we gotta yeah. get, we gotta, we gotta work on that. We gotta yeah. work on that. I'm gonna need some help with that because that's that sounds like a lot of work. But I mean, that'd be a perfect <laughs> video to make. It would, yeah. Um, but. Let's just dive straight into the questions. Let's get past the sappy stuff. I'm not <laughs> crying. You're crying. But um, uh, what was your favorite part about Eagles Open Camp, man? I know we went together. We sat next to each other, watched it. We did the Twitch stream, and we were just having a good time. What was your favorite part? I mean, besides the part that we were finally get to be together in person without <laughs> the coronavirus pandemic, breathing down yeah. our necks was really a relief because, I mean, uh, you know, we took that stuff for granted. I think we all took going to the link and being around yeah. the Eagles for granted. And then, you know, this pandemic hits and we had to be away from the team. And and then we were finally back. You know, it felt weird to finally really be back. And there were so many people there. Twenty five. It was over 25,000 people there. That's insane. Like, just for an open practice. Yeah. That's what I really liked the most. The atmosphere was already there. Like, the passion that the Philadelphia fans, sports fans have, nobody will get it. Like... And that's why the motto is nobody likes us. We don't care because nobody will understand just the passion of this fan base. I mean, to, to have to, oh, very close to 26,000 fans and an open practice where they had an off season that was nothing but hectic. Not, and I, I say it multiple times because it's, it's the truth, but I mean, this, this team is at the most dysfunctional state they've ever been at since I've been a fan. And yeah. I, I mean, I haven't been a fan as long as many other people probably listen to this podcast. I've been a fan for a couple decades I really started being a fan when McNabb got here with Andy Reid, so I've only been through only a couple of coaching tenures. This is my fourth. But this has been the most dysfunctional this franchise has been in my history of being an Eagles fan, and nobody cares. We're all putting that aside. We're all optimistic. We're all hopeful, and 26,000 people came out and showed their support for the new Philadelphia Eagles uh, coaching staff and, and quarterback. You know, when we were there, Jalen Hurts, I, I, a lot is made of Zach Hurts' entrance and for all reasons so that was one hell of an entrance when he came out and the same ovation he got for the link but you know who also yeah. got a really great ovation and it really felt i i don't know if he felt it up to that up to this day but he should after that practice if it wasn't before 
his confidence should be through the roof right now. Jalen Hurts. I mean, the, the fans were so behind him. They were cheering him on. And I mean, I, so much has been made about his inconsistencies at training camp. And I'll tell you right now, Giovanni, covering the Eagles training camp in 2016, I was with the, the Eagle Wire of USA Today. And I, my boss is Teron Davenport. And Teron is, I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he's the he's one of the best NFL writers in the history of beat writing ever. And he got me so many of these opportunities to be close to the team during Carson Wentz's rookie year. And, you know, Carson wasn't, I, I like how we all like to forget because he was the golden child, but he wasn't, he was very inconsistent too, but he was a rookie. He was coming into the NFL. It's so different. And Jalen Hurts, this is Jalen Hurts' first training camp. This is Jalen Hurts' first real offseason where he gets to practice. Of course, he's going to be inconsistent. You know, it's hard to go out there and do reps every single day for hours on hours on hours and be consistent all throughout. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Unless you're an established quarterback in this league, and he's not yet. So, of course, he's going to be inconsistent. It's too much he's made, made of that stuff, but I think it's hilarious that we'd all like to point that out. And I think a lot of, you know, some media out there is down on him because of that. But what, what really impressed me the most is that so many fans are rounding around this guy. You know, he came in here and we hailed Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was a pillar of Philadelphia Eagles fandom. You know, he was about, he was the next one up. He was the golden child. And Jalen Hurts, the perception when he got when he was drafted was like, why? Why do we do this? Like, it wasn't like we didn't, wasn't welcoming arms. Now it's finally welcoming arms because he is the guy. And there's a lot of faith in him. And I, I think there should be. And last but not least, Wes Watkins is for real, man. I had to, that, you know, I don't like to be on my phone much while we were doing this Eagles camp because I wanted to soak it in that I was with you and your family and all this stuff because we all got, got to finally be together. But I had to tweet this out that they're going to have a tough time keeping Quez Watkins off the field. He's too talented. He's too talented. There's so much there that they can hone in on and develop. And he finally has coaches that are that specializes in the wide receiver development. I mean, you guys saw on Thursday what happened. Right away, he would have had two touchdowns, man. If Jalen Hurts would have hit him for the first one, he would have had two touchdowns and over 100 yards receiving, close to 100 yeah. yards receiving. Yeah. It, it's not just this. I know his most exciting plays on the highlight film are screens, but he can do so much more than that. And I, I go back to Dallas. That Dallas game, he bailed out Jalen Hurts on a, on a really bad underthrow. <laughs> he came back and he made that catch. And it's more than being a speed guy to do something like that. Speed guys don't do that. They can't come back and make a physical up, a jumping catch like that. And... I make this comparison of Quez. The more I see him, the more he plays the way he's playing. He reminds me of Robert Woods, the wide receiver of the Los Angeles Rams, who first started off with the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, he wasn't that great with the Bills. He was inconsistent. He goes with the Rams. He goes with the wide receiver. I mean, excuse me, a coaching staff that hones in on wide receiver skill set. And he flourishes. I'm not saying Quez Watkins could be the next Robert Woods, but he might be dang close to it, especially with Nick Sirianni on hand. Nick Sirianni specializes in wide receiver development. That's a huge reason why he's here. I know everybody thinks, you know, he was here to please Carson Wentz because he was Frank Reich's right-hand man, but the Eagles hired the two top coaches, are Nick Sirianni and Jonathan Gannon, and they specialize in wide receiver and corners. That's where the Eagles have been struggling the most with the last couple of years is wide receiver and corner. So Nick Sirianni and Shane Seichen... And Aaron Moorhead did in year two. And they're going to do some great stuff with Quez Watkins. I think he's going to be, you know, Travis Fulgham surprised us last year. We didn't see it coming. Quez Watkins is next. It's the truth. And it's not just off his hype. I, I just said that off the air before we started. Exactly. You did. Yeah. You said, yeah, yeah I think he's the next Travis Fulgham. And I, I, I agree with you. And, you know, I know people are like, yeah, 
you have to put a, a cap on this. It is preseason, but it's not just preseason. He's he's winning training camp day in and day out. I mean, if you listen to Eagles Unfiltered, all you have to do is check out uh, Ed Kras's training camp notebook, and every single episode, Quez Watkins is brought up in that. Under quick 15 to 17 minute episodes is recapping what him and John McMullen saw at training camp because they're at practices every single day. They always talk about Quest Watkins. So he's doing this day in and day out. And it's funny that Jalen Hurts, you know, he led the press conference off saying the, the, the secret's out of the bag, you know, the cat's out of the bag. Quest yeah. Watkins is for real and he's going to find his way on the field this year. And Jalen Rager, Greg Ward, and Travis Fogelms to start, you know, stepping up because this guy's stepping up for them. Yeah. Um, my favorite part about Eagles Open Camp was um, seeing everyone there. Seeing you, Connor. Of course. Um, seeing Chris, the rapper. <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out on Philly Sports with Giovanni. Dang, I gotta tell him that next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, just seeing everyone there who said. I listen to your podcast. I love your stuff. Or just saying, hey, I follow you on Twitter and I love your stuff. Everyone who came up to me, I love you all. Um, thank you for coming up to me. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. What about being on the field? You laid on the field. I laid on the field, but having people come up to me and tell me that they listen to my podcast is better. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I, I can only imagine. You can't top that feeling. But no, actually, funny story. Every single time someone would come up to me and say that they listen to my podcast, Connor would nudge me and go, They said the P word. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. They yeah. said the podcast because, I mean, this is what we do. This is what we stand for. We love it. And I, to hear people say that, again, it just it, it felt great. But we also, yeah. you know, gotta analyze the birds, bud. We had the the linebackers right in front of us. Yeah, it was nice to see Alex Singleton. He look, looks like it was, a beat. yeah. And in that preseason game, again, he's everywhere. He's creeping. He's creeping in the shadows. When he stepped on that field and he played that game, he again showed Eagles fans who the best linebacker on this team is currently. Yeah, yeah. The way he played hasn't been played like that yet. And Eric Wilson is nice, though. Don't get me wrong. Eric Wilson's. Already surprising me. But the top two line, I know they had some high plans for Davion Taylor, and Davion Taylor a great in camp, don't get me wrong. But Alex Eagleton, day in and day out, grinds. And he was not even practicing with his team. He's on the COVID list, and he goes in there in a new scheme. It looks like he doesn't miss a beat at all. Yeah. They can't yeah. take him off the field. Yeah, no. I but what I thought was the most interesting, just real quick to interrupt to you, real quick. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this either, because I know, again, you were just, like so starstruck looking at the players because we saw yeah. Devontae Smith was like right in front of us. Right in front of us. Nick Sirianni was too. <laughs> but what I thought was interesting is watching these defensive ends, the Joe Osman, the Bernard Avery types, you know, go do linebacker drills and then go do defensive end drills. What I thought was interesting. You know, they're yeah. going to ask Kerrigan and all these guys to do that this year. So, in different formations, because the defense is going to throw different looks at you each time. And I love that Jonathan Gannon cited Brandon Staley and what he did with the Rams last year for that. Mm-hmm. That's in, in a league where it's a matchup get driven league, you have to throw different types of formations out there. You can't get too bland. That's what the Eagles, you know, Achilles Hill have been the last couple of years with Chip Kelly and Doug Peterson. Teams call them out for getting too vanilla and bland. 
Yeah, That's not what, how the defense going to be. What did the Blue Meanie say? He said that uh, Doug Peterson's playbook was like his favorite ice cream color. Or yeah, flavor. Yeah, not color. That would be well, The thing that we got to see in camp was they're not going to be like that. They're throwing different looks, different formations on defense each time. I love that. Yeah. yeah. We got to see that up close. I love because, it. Because the linebackers' defense events were interchangeable in the, in the drills. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were you most impressed? Who were you most impressed with after the uh, preseason game? Ooh, Elijah Riley. You know, he's he's a special teams type guy. He's trying to make the team for special teams contributions, but he had a nice interception. He's, you know, in a safety room where K.L. Wallace is hurt, Brian McLeod's hurt. Andrew Adams is a special teams guy. He could take his job since he's a special teams guy and contribute more on defense than I believe he can. Who knows? We'll see. But him, I was really impressed with him. I think, you know, there's a couple guys really impressed with, to be honest with you. It's hard to just pinpoint one. Milton Williams. You know, the rookie, the third-round pick that Tom Donahue was mad that Howie Roseman took. I questioned it a little bit, too. Looks like I'm going to be my words. That kid was a beast already right off the bat. Uh, Marcus Epps, I think a lot of guys, we always talk about him as, like, why is he on this team? He continues to show why he's on this team. He started with Anthony Harris the other night. Kevin Wallace is hurt. But he's not that bad. He really isn't. They actually have some really good days at safety death. And I think Jonathan Gann's going to figure that out. Uh, who else impressed me? Obviously, Quez Watkins, but I mean, we don't have to go into that because it went way into detail on him. Way, way, way. Hit a game well. I'm telling you, man, you, you talked about it when you first started the podcast, how you, you would hope the Eagles would start implementing 21 personnel. They're going to now. And they're going to start calling it the Geo Special because Kenny Gainwell and Miles Sanders are going to be so dynamic <laughs> in the backfield. So dynamic. And Jordan Howard looks good, man. Jordan Howard looked good in that preseason game. Yeah, he's he very did. Good. Yeah, and he was good in um, picking up the blitz, which is yeah. huge. His pass protection was very solid. It's going to give him the edge over carry on Johnson to make this team right now. So a lot yeah. of those guys impressed me as well. Like, I mean, Jalen Hurts. You know, this is the first preseason that he ever yeah. gets. That, yeah. that, that third of Dallas Goddard, he checked out of that play. That's all quarterback instincts. That's quarterback reading the pocket, reading his progressions, and checking out of the, the play to make it a better play. And it was a huge play. Very accurate throw. You know, yeah. what everybody seems to be worried about Joe Hurts is, is with his quarterback mind and his, how he reads the field and all that stuff. He went on that preseason game. And granted, it is a preseason game. Everything was super vanilla. But he was very calm, very poised, and he read the field extremely well. I, you know, I was impressed with a lot of people, but those are the guys who stood out to me the most. Yeah. Um, this is just like a gen- general, like, impressed with everybody. Um, but um, I uh, I was impressed um, seeing Zach Ertz get more targets. Um, we didn't really see that last season. Um, right. And That's true. Jalen Hurts' first pass as a starter in the NFL was to Zach Ertz. I don't know. He might be. He might be. Uh, Jalen safety gonna, blanket. Mm-hmm. He's going to be included in the offense this year. Very I much. Know, I, I, I'm, I moved off of thinking they're going to trade him into thinking yeah. he's involved in the offense this year it's, now. Because it's going to be a Zachary's regular year. No team is going to offer them what 
Howie Roseman believes Zach Ertz is worth to the Eagles in 2021. Yeah. And that's going to be a bare minimum fourth round pick. And no team's going to offer that. It's not going to happen. So what's going to happen is they're going to orchestrate Zach Ertz to be a part of the offense and go for a comp pick after the season. I, I believe it is going to be his last year in Philadelphia then. I think it's going to be this year. We'll see. You know, I thought it was last year. We'll see. But uh, I think he's going to be part of this team this year. And I think he's going to have a, a vital role in this offense. I do believe so. I don't think they're going to be as heavy 12 personnel as they have been in, in years past. But he's going to have a role. Dallas Howard's going to be tight end one, though, man. I, I'm telling you, Dallas Howard's going to be tight end one. But Zach Ertz is going to definitely play a part. And I agree with you with the security blanket part. I do think it's going to be that. Yeah. Um. Last question. Um. What do you think of Nick Sirianni after that game? Doug Peterson, I mean, again, this is a preseason game, so people are going to be like, God, why are you saying this now over a preseason game? But they were really <laughs> prepared. And last year, I didn't think they were prepared at all going into any of these games. They were all out of sync. They had slow starts off the bat right away. This team looked way more prepared. You know, they looked ready for this game. They looked organized. Last year, they didn't feel that way at all. I get it. The pandemic was harsh, but it was hard for Doug Peterson to have this team, even 2019, prepared for these games. They had slow starts. You know, they couldn't start. They couldn't get off. It looked like they were sluggish. They came in the second half. That's when they really played their real, fo- their real football. This team looked ready. You know, there wasn't false. St- there was no false starts in that game. With Jason, I mean, again, Jets, maybe you call it the Jason Peters effect if you want to. I, I, go ahead. I, I won't blame you, but there was no <laughs> false starts. Like this team just seems way more prepared. Yeah, that's credit to you. Have to credit to the head coach for that. The head coach is responsible for having prepared his team prepared. So that's what impressed me the most about Nick Sirianni is that there was no false starts and this team was prepared. Whereas last year, they were. I felt like they were the most. I'm sure they were. I believe they were. They were one of the most penalized <laughs> teams in the NFL in terms of false starts. Yeah, yeah. So that it, it, preseason or not, preseason is when you're supposed to have a ton of false starts. So preseason or not, that's impressive. Zero false yeah. starts. Throughout yeah. the whole entire game. Yeah. Which yeah, I think um I think they seem very much more prepared. No. Yeah. Um I think Sirianni's not as vanilla as last season, Doug Peterson. Um I think we're gonna I, I have faith going into this season. It's gonna be different. It's gonna be, we're gonna be better different. than a four one team. They're better than the four and eleven one team they were last year, Ugh. that's for sure. Like take this roster now, take this <laughs> roster now and compare it to last year. Though they're better, they're better, and uh, you know, uh, I I know Doug Pearson won a Super Bowl. I know Jim Schwartz won a Super Bowl, but the yep. twenty twenty versions of them were one of the worst coaches in the NFL. Awful. That's why they're both yeah they're gone. Awful. They're not coaching. I mean, yeah. Jim Schwartz is with the Titans in some sort of capacity, but you get my point. Doug Pearson yeah. visiting the Colts and Bears camps of his two best friends. Yeah, <laughs> like. Those 2020 version of those coaches, they upgraded with Nick Sirianni and Jonathan Gannon. We'll see if it continues long term because Doug Pearson is a Super Bowl winning head coach, and I credit him for that and thank him for everything. But the 2020 version of himself was awful and it lost him his job. I think that they upgraded in the coaching department and in the roster, though the roster's better than last year's. So yeah. they're not they're not a four win team anymore, at least. I don't yeah. want, I know that I know you're really excited and you're really optimistic and a lot of fans like, too. And they under, <laughs> I understand. I get it. They should be. They should be because this team's a lot better and this division is really not that good. 
And it'd be crazy to me. I do if Washington football team wins the division for the second year in a row. The, they're the first team since the '01 to '04 Eagles to repeat as division winners of this division. So that alone makes me still think that this division's up in the air. Yeah. And I know Dallas is creeping, but their defense is awful. Very beatable. And their offensive line is not as good as it used to be either. Their defense is so horrible. For as much as the criticism as the Eagles' offensive line's gotten this offseason, Dallas' offensive line's worse. Yeah. So this division's getting exciting. I'm not worried about the Giants. That never happened. No. This division's getting a little bit exciting for the Eagles right now. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. They're winning at least bare minimum eight games, though. They're bare minimum bare going minimum. eight and nine. Bare minimum. I think they're at least an eight win team with this roster. At least bare minimum. At and if you can, if you can w- double amount of wins you had last year, that means you're improving. Because when Carson Wentz was a first year starter, he didn't go to playoffs. He threw 16 touchdowns and 14 interceptions, and they were still trying to figure stuff out. They're still going to be trying to figure stuff out. Yeah. But at least the supporting cast in 2021 is better than it was in 2016 for the yeah. first year starter in Jalen Hurts. So. The prospects are a little bit better. But they're yeah. still going to be figuring things out. Nick Sirianni's still going to have to get a feel for being a head coach and a play caller. Same with Jonathan Gannon, being a play caller on defense. Hasn't been before. So there's still going to be some learning curves. There's still going to be some bumps in the road. But as long as this team shows progress, they can go. there's no reason to think that they can't make a 2016-2017 jump with the guys that they have in place. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this season after seeing that preseason game and a lot of people are gonna be like, Whoa. Whoa, it was just a preseason game. No, I'm hyped. No. Here's the thing, you don't have to think that they have to go to the playoffs for to be hyped. Let's see them be better, because if they aren't better then dang they I just wanna see improvement. Right. I just wanna see improvement. Exactly, because if they don't improve, that means two things. They got the wrong coach, or they might have made the wrong coaching decision. They may might have made the wrong. I don't want to say they got the wrong coach, but they may. It, it's a possibility, but then they they also don't have the right quarterback in place, so they have to move on, and then they have to start figuring things out all over again with aging guys on the roster. Yeah, they wouldn't keep all the aging guys on the roster if they didn't think that they were on the right path. I think they think that. Yeah. Forget all this yeah. is Ron Watson stuff. We're all in on Joe and Hurts this year. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, I'm all in. I'm ready. I'm ready for this season. What? How many touchdowns does Jalen Hurts have to throw for you to think, you know, this is the guy? Because I, I, I always want to remind people, and I know his supporting cast isn't He's already good. the guy for me. He doesn't have to throw any. <laughs> he's already the guy. But I know yeah. he's going to throw. Many. You know, I think a lot of people have to have some sort of expectations. And, you know, a lot of people are placing – Jalen Hurts has to look good, obviously, but Carson Wentz went out there, threw for under 4,000 yards, 16 touchdowns to 14 interceptions his first year as a starter, and nobody doubted him as the future of this team. So what is, really does Jalen Hurts have to do? He has to show that he, what he, he has to continue doing what he's doing for me yeah. to think that yeah. he's the future starter of this team, the guy, mm-hmm. the franchise guy. Keep, keep, up the tri- keep up the trajectory you're on. Yeah. Keep continuing to lead this team the way you do. Consistency. Yeah. Be more, as long as you have to be be more consistent, I don't, I don't I don't care how many touchdowns and interceptions you throw. Continue to hold yourself the way you're holding yourself and the team to those standards and getting these guys to rally around you the way that they're doing it. And that's what a franchise quarterback does. 
Yeah. That's what Carson Wentz did his rookie year. Yeah. Just saying. I don't need him to go out there and <laughs> throw 5,000 yards, 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns to, for me to think we need to keep, we need to, you know, either, okay, Jalen Hurts is the guy, or we get Deshaun Watson, or we go draft the guy. I just need him to continue the path that he's on and continue to improve and continue to get this, get the team to rally around him the way he does because he wasn't supposed to. And he did out of nowhere. Yeah. Wayne Johnson and him are best friends. Nobody best demanded friend. to leave the Eagles after Carson once did for a reason. They believe in this kid. Darius Slay and him go back and forth multiple times. Those are veterans in this league. Yeah. A lot of faith in Jalen Hurts in that locker room right now. Yeah. Nobody jumped ship because Carson once did. They all believed in the new captain. Yeah. So we should all do the same. We should see how it goes. Give it one year. We'll see what he's got because the whole entire team believes in him. Yeah. I believe in him. I don't need him to do all these crazy stats. That's what I'm just saying, though. I don't need For his first year as a starter, no. 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 It's unrealistic to ask that because there's a first-year coaching staff in place, and there's so m- his weapons are better than Carson Wentz's 2016, but they're still inexperienced. They're still young. You know, Zach yeah. Earth and Dallas Goddard are his veterans, but his receiving, his whole entire receiver room is incredibly young. The veteran of that group is yeah. Greg Warden. He's going to be wide receiver four this year. Yeah. We'll see. I'm 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 not gonna have unrealistic expectations for Jalen Hurts. I just need him to continue doing what he's doing because I think that if he continues what he's doing and he plays the football he's capable of playing, he's the guy. He is the guy, yeah. Yeah. Um, but thanks for coming on. Thanks of course, as always. everybody for listening. Um I had fun with you at the Eagles Open Camp. I gotta do a um, plug real quick. Can I do okay, a plug? Do Okay. All right, yeah, so yeah. as everybody knows, he was unfiltered is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Everything that Giovanni does is associated with Sports Illustrated and Eagle Maven. So you can check out all our work, every article with Ed Crass, John McBowen, and myself, si.com, slash NFL, slash Eagles, where all your up-to-date coverage on the Philadelphia Eagles. And again, you know, Eagles unfiltered, John and Ed have been doing called Crass's edit, excuse me, Crass's training camp notebook, they give you immediately after practice, they stop at Nova Care Complex and they make a quick video of what they saw in practice real quick. And they upload it to the podcast. You can't beat it. It's quick. It's 15 to 17 minutes max. You get all your up-to-date coverage of what's going on in training camp. Everything they're seeing in practice, every little detail they cover on the episodes, way better than any article can possibly do. So check those episodes out because they're really good. I mean, so far you guys have been listening to them, but make sure you check them out because... They are really good. And Giovanni's learning from them as well. Yeah. He applies into his podcast. So, again, thank you, Giovanni, for having me on. I appreciate it. Really Thanks forward to Giovanni. One year coming on. You've had Chris Long, One Ryan year. Kerrigan, Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, Smith, Travis wow. Fulgham, Wayne Johnson, Zach Ertz, so on and so forth. You're a freaking super Rich Eisen coming on. Yeah, announce that. Rich Eisen's coming on on uh, Monday. So that Monday episode later on Tuesday. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Make your dreams come true, man. We're all proud of you, man. You're doing a great job. One year down, many years to go. Many more people to talk to on the pod. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Go Birds. Go Birds. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.